1: Welcome to this week's Banner the Post, extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, we've been this... I've got a... Hello, hello. Justin. Doing great. How you doing? Excellent. Uh, I've got Scott. Yeah, not too bad. Happy- How you doing?
0: The week's over.
1: Happy. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, and Hi. How are we?
2: You know, Ryan's not here, so I guess I'm sad, but fine. Oh, but- Hi. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: oh. And we've got Adam. I can't do his voice.
2: <laughs> oh. his
1: voice is actually quite unique to do. It's probably the hardest of anybody's to do. So Scott is just my sort of generic West Country accent. I can I can do that quite easily.
0: All right, Er, how's it going? Right on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: right this week we're going to be talking about the FA Cup uh, because that was a game played on Monday. Uh, we're going to talk about the Carabao Cup, Premier League games. Um, Other bits and bobs of news, but first of all, we are starting on the subject of, he's rubbing his hands together, we're starting the subject of Marcelo (laughs) Bielsa. Uh, He has been rumbled, or rather one of his employees he directed down to watch Derby County train has been rumbled. Um, He's explained it, said it was his decision uh, to send this guy down to spy on Derby County, his decision alone. Uh, Nobody else at Leeds United had um, had any issue with it whatsoever. Uh, Darby quite upset. Presumably, is it up to Darby to put some screens up? or
3: was it... I mean, uh, someone on Twitter assumed the reason screens up were to stop the average sort of punter from getting two teammates arguing or having a pain from watching your opposition train, however slight it might be. But you know what they do watch and they're allowed to watch and they all do watch? Sort of risk running a foul as Bielsa has done for almost no real benefit. When, when the benefit is gained by watching them play. You know, you, you, you figure out how a team plays, their tactics and what they like to do and their dangers and their weaknesses and all that through their games, which everybody watches. So I also think that this, he is right that this does happen elsewhere m- with much more regularity, but um, you would know as, as having the, the self pointed moral guardians of the game for the last century or so that it's not going to happen in England, um, and, uh, and that's why it's a story.
1: Do you know what at times I've seen this over the last sort of twenty minutes or so, watching sort of ex-professionals or people on Sky speak about this subject in the last twenty minutes, saying, "Oh, it's a cultural thing. We don't do that thing over here because you know we're British and we're morally superior." Scott, have you got a problem with this?
0: Yes and no, but the best part of it is when it's since he was Argentinian manager, and what was that World Cup two thousand two? Yes, So it's a good sixteen, seventeen years he's been doing. As Justin said, you've got like you can have scouts go to games and you can watch them. Um, in previous games, but as you said, it's got this British mentality saying, "Oh, they can't do this. Stiff up, stiff up the lip," and so. But I can see, I can see why Derby are really pissed off at it because it's like morally wrong.
1: But Jesse, how many times have we seen a, um, a goal scored from a free kick or a set piece, and they've said, "Oh, this is something we've been working on the training ground." Scott's saying it's morally wrong. You know, morality is a subjective thing. There's only L- L- Leland. Illegal, I suppose, if you're looking at the black and white of these things. Um, is there not something to be gained from trying to sneak a quick peek at someone's tactics pre-game?
2: Yeah. Um, yes. And I think you're right. It's, you know, falls in this grey area. You're um, these
1: cheating Latin Americans.
2: <laughs> right. Yes. Um,
0: <coughs> Luis Suarez.
2: Okay, great. Schedule me on the next (laughs) pod. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? There, I guess. I think Justin's right. I mean, there's there's footage. There um, are but where everything is not immediately available online. So I'm not quite sure um, about the sort of. the depth of of Darby's irateness because um, it's not like you can have a really a closed practice anymore. But um, Scott's shaking his head. Whatever, Scott. We're not friends anymore.
3: <laughs> but the, I think I think Frank Lampard's reaction is is an interesting one because I would love the opportunity to ask him how many times when Jose Mourinho was manager at Chelsea they were the recipients of some ill gotten inside information <laughs> maybe none maybe zero but i have a difficult time believing that and i doubt that he got his hackles raised uh, you know when he was on that side of it but look i, I mean i agree with scott and jesse both in that darby have every right to be upset because no one's meant to do this um but is but it, the um, thing as
2: ill-gotten information and i'm really like thing is available you know there are it, there are it, articles it, it, about scouting like maybe when bielsa maybe in 2002 you have to see the newest upcoming right K- but now they're training tapes And um, even without going to Derby He could have called up that information
3: To take a devil's advocate position And, and say why this is so bad The only you know, football value that I think would come from it That you wouldn't get from watching pre-games Is if they actually have worked out some new set-piece routine That is crafty and unexpected um, just in Just prior to this fixture that's coming up Here's my counterpoint to that, though. It's Derby.
1: <laughs> well, I, th- I think from this week, and Scott can just take uh, to congratulate the pair of you two for not calling it Derby. So, uh,
0: yeah. very well done <laughs> to you. Uh,
1: we'll move on to the FA Cup because there was a game that took place on um, Monday. It was Liverpool 2, Wolves 1, goals from um, Kimenez and uh, Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves has scored uh, nine Wolves goals since the Wolves got promoted and eight of them have been outside of the Premier League outside the Premier League outside the box
2: Ah, oh, outside of the that would have ah, been an even yeah. better yeah that. <laughs> that would <have>
1: great <laughs> uh,
0: so I've written
1: here Liverpool bothered question mark face bothered Scott what are they
0: no they're looking to gain um, a table in the Premier League and hopefully to get past um, Bayern Munich I think throw throw your eggs in that and not worry about the FA Cup I've got
1: to be honest I'm not all that first if they make it past Bayern Munich either
0: uh, no, because you just want that league title. Yeah. That, that monkey off the bat.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's almost a 30-year-old monkey as we go into yeah. 2019, yeah. so it's, you know, it's a pretty I, big I, one.
3: I think there's a very easy way to tell how bothered Klopp is by something now. Does minule play? <laughs>
2: oh. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, that's very true. Um, what
2: was the thing with the water bottle? was oh, that weird squeezy water bottle shaky water bottle weird celebration can somebody get that man a stress ball that was very upsetting to watch uh,
3: you're going back to this i am
2: yeah. i just don't understand that was weird
3: i kind of thought it was actually a little bit premeditated like sh- literally showing we've got bottle
2: Wait, yeah, mm. but like, yeah but like but like i like that What? Well, yeah. i <laughs> um
1: Liverpool had their chances with the own Shakiri free-kick. Uh, Divock Origi, my little baby players, or some of the fringe players like Sturridge and Origi to make their mark. Sturridge and Origi managed one pass between themselves um, in the whole of the first half. So, sort of wanting out of Liverpool or not. I do want to talk about the defence, though, if we can, because it started off with Dejan Lover and Fabinho at centre-back um, and ended up with uh, Fabinho and Kiana Hoover, 16-year-old. Scott, what were you doing when you were 16? This is just...
0: We're <laughs> the FA Cup. <laughs> Playing FIFA and uh, <laughs> failing GCSEs. To be honest, he looked did, poor. Actually. Yeah, but, he did. Um when he got the ball on the right hand side, just guided past three players, just passed it. Yeah, fine.
1: I mean, are Liverpool unlucky lucky to have lost uh, Matip, Lovren, and and Gomez, and now they're sort of stuck with the, uh, this kid. Or having to play him, uh, and the fact that they lost this game show that they have a lack of quality in their squad. Once you get past the first eleven, Justin. To...
3: I don't know if it's that. I think it's more specifically left at centre-back. Um, I think there's some good... A little bit of depth in the attacking options, but um, that's been one of the many changes and adjustments that the Klopp has made this year. Um, in addition to sort of tightening things up a little, he's just got better personnel in those positions. And so, um, as, as, as you know, that was already... Um, at least when you bring in Lovren, you, you're bringing in someone who is experienced, even if he hasn't always produced his best performances for mm. Liverpool, but now now he's injured, and so um, it will be interesting to see if there's an effect. I, I feel like a a, um, a budget lamp could play alongside Virgil van Dijk and, and look <laughs> for a useful centre-back. I mean, he's that good and in that good form right now, um, but it won't help.
1: Yeah, um I mean some people are already calling uh, Diego Godin the um the Uruguayan van Dyke, aren't they, Jesse?
2: What did I do to you guys? What's <laughs> happening here? I know Justin, just give me a warning. Is are you gonna do it next?
1: Should no. I am an ally.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Uh,
1: OK, so next at Wolves are away to Manchester City on Monday. Um, City are unbeaten in, in 34 games versus Premier League clubs. Goes back to Reading in 2007, that one does. Uh, Wolves on Monday have lost seven out of eight in the fixtures that they played in the Premier League. Um, uh, City have found their mojo again, haven't they, really? We'll talk about the Burton game in a minute, but they had that 7-0 drubbing at Rotherham at the weekend as well. So yeah.
0: s- 16 goals in two games? yeah. <laughs> They stop yeah. bad, is it? That's, yeah okay. No that's good. Good strike
1: right. Can we see a way back for um for Wolves or can, we see, can we see a result for Wolves in this? No. 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 David Silva his next Premier League appearance will be his 267th. That's the most for any player and um, in the Premier League era for Manchester City.
2: He's incredible. It's annoying. He is he he is not flashy. He puts the work in. Um and when he is not injured, his consistency is like unbeatable. He's so good.
1: Aesthetically do you prefer shaven headed or fully haired, David silver Shaven.
2: <sighs> he's going he's he I think the shaven head thing he's going to be he's aiming to be like the not racist Iniesta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Now we we know that this is not real hair. He had the he had the
2: he did the Rooney. It
3: yes. The oh, out! Oh yeah, no, no. I, I'll direct you to. Uh, I'll link you up on on Twitter. But someone did the investigative reporting, and they found during the shaven-headed period, they found evidence of the oh. you know the procedure they do. Um, yeah. And for, R- Rafael Nadal had that too, and it didn't. For Rooney and Nadal, it didn't really work. But Silva's got this. He's got his glorious hair back. Looks
2: like it worked for Rooney.
3: Well, it, we, uh, okay. I guess a lot of it depends on where your starting point was in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So it it got him back to that, but he and didn't they, have the best air at sixteen. So
1: these these the same people that were outraged when it was they realized it wasn't Lena Headey who was walking topless through doing the walk of shame on Game of Thrones because they compared her body to that of uh, her in 300. There were some people out there that with a lot of time on their a lot of time
3: on there. a lot of free time.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Liverpool are away at Brighton. Um, I've written tricky here, but then I did look at last season's score and Liverpool won 5-1. So.
2: Chris, you <laughs> ju-
1: Really? What? Really? Are you going to make me say it? Yeah. <laughs> Chest <laughs> out. For me. Chest out, shoulders back. Matty possibly back, uh, but I reckon it's going to be Fabinho and Virgil van Dijk in <laughs> central defence.
2: Virgil van Dyke versus Brighton. You'd still win. Come yeah. on. Matt Ryan's at the Asian Cup. He's not playing.
1: They got
0: that. Yeah.
1: Button. Was it Button or Putton in goal last week?
0: What was his name? Oh, Putton is, is the, the guy who does the sky now, isn't it? That's David Putton. So it yeah. might be Button. Or, button, or yeah.
1: Or, yeah. Uh, so go on then. Nothing is going to go wrong now.
2: There you go.
0: No. But... Brighton of, of about to sign, I think Justin could probably vouch for this. A player from Argentina's juniors is Alexis McAllister, uh, and his brother's got the best his best name, Kevin. No, he's yeah.
2: great. He's, yeah. he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about Alexis, but Kevin's great.
1: Yeah. please say he was born around 1990. his I think
0: his he, I think he was yeah, around 92, 93ish. Oh, superb.
2: <laughs> I went to drama school with a friend with a girl named Whitney Spears. She was born a year after Britney Spears, so her parents could not have known. Um, but she's very resentful.
1: That's superb. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Houghton versus Liverpool has played seven and lost seven. And Liverpool at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon kickoffs, they've won their last eight, uh, of which seven have been by a three goal margin at least. So. It's How good many of us.
2: those have been like on a foggy day with yeah. the humidity index of plus or minus three? Um, on the
3: sea, on the seaside. <laughs> Two. <laughs> How do you
2: guys think? This you is know,
3: I want to go- oh. say this about Brighton.
2: Yeah,
3: I want to throw this out to the the greater community that might be listening. I was in Brighton once, and I played a coin operated video game that I have never seen since then, and I've and I've been desperate to find. I'm, I know I'm taking this off into a, a into new territory, but. Okay. It was in Brighton, and I thought, well, maybe somebody knows. It 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 was a screen, and there was like a, a cartwheeling line, and your objective was to draw boxes and close up as much of the available safe space as this 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 line can't around. And if it touched you when you were not safely at one of the borders, you died. Um, was does this anyone on the know pier? what that is? That was that Jesse?
2: This was on the pier.
3: Yeah, it was on the pier. Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. my
2: friend Andy. Is the lifelong Brighton fan? It's the only time I ever went to a Brighton match, and I will ask him.
3: Ask Andy. I what. should. I should add this was in 1982. Okay. When I <laughs> say lifelong, Andy, plus, plus this game doesn't exist anymore.
2: Andy has lived in Hastings, close to Brighton, I think, since like '55. Okay. So, AD, AD for tells AD. <laughs> AD. Yes. Right.
0: I've been to the old Brighton with Dean Stadium, and that is a ground
3: you no, do not want to go to. Well, I, I miss that stadium, years. Scott, because it, it's the strangest thing that has ever existed. It was, mm. There were little sections off to one. Like, it looked like it was built by eight different architects yeah. who didn't <laughs> consult with each other. <laughs> and there's just bits and pieces of it that don't match the rest at all. It was the craziest place.
0: Yeah, I went towards uh, Brighton-Swindon. Oh, my God, must be about 2008. The away end, you're about... Two, it feels like about three miles away. Mm. And it, yeah, they they were there from about, I would say, early 2000, so about
3: six years ago. Yeah.
1: Uh, how do you think this Liverpool game is going to go, then, guys?
3: Liverpool will win comfortably. Yeah. They just will.
1: Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Jesse, Chris. Carabao Cup. Happy? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so first one Chelsea Nil. Harry Kane uh, with a penalty that makes him the fourth highest goal scorer for Spurs ever. Uh, anyone know, want to know who's top with 266? Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves, <laughs> well done. I was going to ask you for the other three, but I hadn't heard of two of them, so, you know. Go
0: really? on. Any blanche flower? Yeah. Uh,
1: no. Hang uh... on. Let me google ferociously spurs all-time top scorer because i did find this earlier on again sorry list of tottenham hotspur fc records right okay so club records do, 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 do,
2: do, do. are these top scorers or top penalty taking scores top, top
1: scorers uh top 10 all-time this scorers. Is... okay so harry is fourth uh Jimmy Greaves number one. So in between you've got somebody or well, next up he's got uh he's fourteen goals behind somebody else, and then the next one's on two hundred and eight. So third one I've heard of, second one I've got no idea who
3: it is. Ardiles? No, I've heard of him. Are you going to tell us these names? Yeah. Okay,
1: I will tell you this the, the, the one in third place is former Southampton, Tottenham, uh Norwich, Brighton, uh Dorchester and Barnet West. Arms? not Chris
0: Armstrong he's he's 73 oh okay that's way
1: too Martin Chivers oh okay yeah and the next guy Jesus he's dead actually Uh, (coughs) and he's been dead since 2010 Uh, that is Bobby Smith (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh okay so uh, the only goal of the game was a penalty after um Harry Kane was brought down for a penalty and the it was referred to VAR some consternation here is um the Chelsea players believed that the game should have been stopped for Kane being offside uh I think the linesman flagged at some point didn't he um and then I don't even think they felt it was a penalty either, Chelsea. So I think they felt sort of doubly aggrieved. How did, I'll come to you first, Chelsea. I'll come to you first, Jesse. Um, <laughs> how did you think? Did you watch the game?
2: Offensive. Sorry. Um, I could not watch the game because of America. Um, okay. The game was shown on, Justin, what was it shown on?
3: Some ESPN, Plus. So ESPN when you,
1: Plus. When you saw the highlights then?
2: Right, so when I saw the highlights, I saw a number of aggrieved Chelsea fans, and I didn't agree with any of them. <laughs> uh, sorry, Ryan. Um, yeah, just didn't.
1: Did you What well, Did you not agree? Did Because my first thought of the penalty, I woke up the next day and, and saw the sort of hoo-ha about it on Twitter, and then I thought it must be a bad decision, and I saw the penalty. And my first thought was, well, that's definitely a penalty. I couldn't see the argument <laughs> as to why it wouldn't be. Justin and yeah. Scott, are you similar, or...?
0: yeah it 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 wiped them out as they are they more aggrieved on the the offside dis- decision on what i saw on sky sports Day, cuz i only watched the highlights today it looked like kane's body shape are they more about that or is it just that he he looks more offside well
2: some... i don't usually think things are penalties like chris you and i have both had this conversation about how sometimes players go down easily um and how sometimes <clears throat> things can be neither a foul nor a dive. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was just such an obvious—it mm. was obvious. It was a clear foul on the box, which is a penalty. If this had been a foul anywhere else, it would have been called. Thus, what? it is a penalty. Chelsea uh, must have
1: um, Chelsea must have sort of Sean Spicer working for their uh, analytics department because they brought out some yeah. alternative viewpoints, didn't they, of the yeah. offside. tactical camp.
0: <laughs>
2: Right, but but a. I mean, according to the new FIFA rules, the linesman is supposed to wait, and if you watch both sides, it, it's it was so. Um, it, it, uh, give me a give me a noun here. Um, Obviously, was, Thank you, thank you, Justin. How would you know that was exactly what I was looking for? Um, the flag did not go up, meaning that. The penalty call went first, so I don't know what they were complaining about. And
1: Chelsea had it's their chances. It's hard for
2: me to sympathise with South Chelsea fans <laughs> right
1: now. And Chelsea had their chances too, didn't they? They had the Andreas Christensen effort, which sort of oh somehow went wide, and then um, how did he miss
0: that? How did he miss that? Went with the wrong foot,
1: exactly. Kante, uh hit the
0: post, and oh, I can't remember. Is it? Can't add another one as well, which was saved by Gasaniga, which is a good save. Which that
2: was should... a good save by Gasaniga. Yeah.
0: The young lad linked with Bayern Munich who crossed the ball. Oh Hudson uh, Odoy, the cross. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah, which was uh Gasaniga does he tip it onto the crossbar.
2: Yeah. I thought Gazaniga played pretty well. Mm.
3: He's featured uh, Yeah, I mean there's I was gonna ask you, Jesse, is it is it starting to get to be time? Yeah, the end of Hugo.
2: Um I, Justin, what do you think? I mean, it seems it always seems like there are two <laughs> I mean, two Hugo you can't distract me with a cute dog. Um like there are two Hugos, you know, there's the one who showed two and a half. There's the one who shows up for the World Cup and is like Uber French, you know, vegan butter Hugo who just plays really well. And then Spurs makes stupid decisions and like drunk drives and like decides to I don't know, come out at weird times, Hugo, that you just can't trust.
3: Um, uh, I, I, honestly, I just think that's really um, a, a result of the number of games you play with with club. So these things are likely to happen um, at Spurs. Also, the way Pochettino plays, you know, a, pre- a pressing game um, with space left behind the 4 Sorry, Bryce is on for some reason. Bryce, uh, what do
2: you think about an Argentinian keeper? I mean, let's get into the weeds here. <laughs> he's thinking about squirrels.
3: Ones. There's <laughs> some good ones. They haven't, they haven't, you know, historically, certainly they're not quite to the caliber right now as the Brazilian keepers, but I like Azaniga. I don't know. that I asked that kind of just to tease you a little bit, but um, I think Hugo's got more to give. I think that uh, reports of his demise are a little bit exaggerated. He had the, the howler against Barcelona in the Champions League. It's been pretty solid since then. Yeah. Scott, he plays a high risk game. These things are going to happen from time to time.
2: I don't mind the high risk. I don't. I I think it's exciting. I think it keeps him on his toe. Like I'd rather that than somebody like falling asleep back there.
3: Yeah. Scott, I, I was didn't... Gonna you didn't you didn't say this in 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 defense of you, but a lot of times people will say I have no problem with the high risk game. I just wish he didn't make so many mistakes. But there's two so things I think... together. Yeah. You know, that's the risk.
1: Yeah. Um, Scott, have you read um, Michael Calvin's uh, No Hunger in Paradise?
0: I haven't, no. Okay. Can you tell me more about
1: it? Oh, we'd love It's sort of scouting and trying to find the next big thing. And Gazaniga was uh, featured quite a lot in that. And a lot of the scouts he spoke to said, this guy's going to make it to the top. And this is why Gazaniga was at, like, Gillingham or somewhere like that yeah. a few years ago. So it has been spotted early on. Uh,
0: didn't but... they get him from Southampton? Sorry to interrupt. Was it Southampton? I think yes. they did,
1: didn't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, obviously he's been earmarked some time to be quite some sort of mm. decent keeper.
2: I mean, Argentina should definitely look at him because I do not know where they've been going with their keepers. Nobody wants Romero on goal when you could have Gasniga. Oh,
3: Armani. Armani's, Armani's yeah. fine. Armani's yeah. fine. I was he didn't say never, he got so many guys. In his third fine. Ever in the World Cup. He's was- fine he's pretty
0: good I was (laughs) going to say uh, Juan Moussa is not a bad keeper either he's at Udinese he was at Racing he's done pretty well uh, at Udinese this season
1: Um, Okay, next up Spurs they're at home to Manchester United in the um, Manchester United job interview derby (laughs) hey (laughs) (laughs) never will two managers be so eager to win one game
2: I hope we lose. I hope we lose terribly. I hope. I hope it is a shit show. I hope. I hope no one plays well. I hope Poch decides to play Kane in goal, and and uh, and and Eric Dyer at left wing.
1: Okay, but Spurs, unfortunately, have been um, been to the best team in Everton in 1987 to win four consecutive top flight games against Manchester United uh, no, at home.
2: No. We're gonna play a. We're gonna play a. A five in the back, uh, two in the middle. Um, Three four. Uh uh no. One, two.
1: And um, also, Manchester two
2: United. We're gonna have two keepers.
1: Manchester United have only won four out of seventeen games in London so far, or four of the last seventeen games in London. I mean, Spurs have got this written all over it. Scott, can you do four? Or can you stick your chest out and shoulders back? Nothing can
0: go,
2: go wrong. wrong. <laughs> Come on, it's like the one Argentinian I like. Let me keep them. Like the vanilla.
0: Um, I
2: like Coco. Coco's the I like Coco too, but if I have to give up one Argentinian, I'm giving up Coco.
1: Justin, this is quite a big game because Manchester United, under uh, Solskjaer, have had five straight Premier League wins. Um, or four, sorry, four straight Premier League wins. They're looking for their fifth. Um, One FA Cup. They won in the FA Cup, yeah, sorry, that's right. Um, this is his first big test, isn't it? This is quite a big game for, for Solskjaer, isn't it? He's had it quite yeah, easy I mean, to it,
3: it's, it's obviously been a dream start, but they have played the, the sort of the bottom of the table, um, quite a few of them at home, and a lot of comfortable wins, but this is a different proposition, going to the the white-hot cauldron of hate that is a three-quarter full <laughs> Wembley <laughs> Um but but um yeah but but from a, a purely footballing perspective this will tell us a lot about about where they are and whether or not there is risk associated to doing what he's done which is let his attacking players play and 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 given Pogba in particular freedom to sort of maraud up, up the pitch without so many concerns about his defensive responsibilities there is risk to that they haven't played anyone yet who has been able to make them pay for taking that risk spurs obviously have the the players to do it um although we
2: still have huge injuries i mean i don't it's true and and the other
3: thing is teams don't like this like like one of the, the the things that liverpool did last year klopp took advantage of it he's had to modify it now because everyone knew it was coming when you just overwhelm opposition with with attacking players who have some pace and speed and and something about them where each of them individually is a threat and there's four or five, you know, in support in every attack. Nobody likes that. Um, No one likes that. And that and and starts letting most of the same attack caliber, maybe not quite the same, but, but, you know, obviously um, Pogba with the ball at his feet and he's Gushford and Martial and and players like that in front of him. Um, It's not a fun proposition. I I, I would expect that, that, you know that there are results to playing playing Are going to get off at some point, and they haven't been yet. Um, if they're at Spurs, it could certainly happen. It's one of the things Spurs have—a a player like like Ericsson, slow the game down. You know, Spurs get the ball, they can keep the ball. Spurs the ball, they can find gaps with his ability to, to pick a pass. So it'll be interesting to see. But there's, it there there will be there is threat from both sides, which always makes for a good game.
2: you want to talk about in and Belly? Um, yeah, first of all, I think just that made me feel a little better, but I think the lack of Verton and Dyer is gonna um when you have you know people running at you, so I think what Paja is um is gonna be interesting, so Moussa Dembele is uh, the the language around selling players is so tricky, like up for sale just sounds like huge being, so whatever, some help me out with this um.
0: So it's uh, maybe potentially off to the Chinese Super League for, uh, what, 9, nine, million? Million. nine million. Yeah. And, nine. It's only, and in my eye, I think Spurs have done a, an excellent job to get 9 million player who yeah. who is at that age and you could get him in the summer and he's, what, 32? And he's got 31. 6 30, 31, 32, same age as me. And so you get, get 9 million for is a pretty good
3: deal. Yeah, I guess I guess the question you can say is, well, why did they let it get to this stage? But, I mean, he's, like, Jesse's. he's 31, but he's not an ordinary 31. His game was so predicated on his physical attributes. There was, I don't know for how long, how long would you say five years or more, where just instant control in midfield, moose into belly. That's what he gives you, just instant. Right. But, it, but he has extinguished his own nuclear fuel that he ran on um to do that 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 the kind that kind of all action we used to call them box to box midfielders mm. they'd be so dominant but you do see that they don't last you know the the, the drop off is pretty fast when it starts to go it would you know, claude Makalele went from one of the best players in the world to Eli- he, he he couldn't do what he did anymore quite suddenly i don't think we're that far off from seeing it with with ngolo kanté uh, yeah, and I, think just,
0: parties, I was just thinking
3: that. Yeah, and I think we already are seeing it with Musa Dembele, Just because you don't you, you can't last for that long at the highest level when that's your game, when it's predicated on your on, on that amazing athleticism. And just so I, I agree with I, I agree with Scott that that at this point to get nine million it's not insignificant. It's a nice little sum.
2: Yeah, I mean it's crazy to say that something like nine million pounds is not a lot of money. I mean, that's, you know, in the scheme of life is bonkers, but in the scheme of football it's not a lot of money and um, he is so good at what he does. <laughs> um,
3: he was. He
1: was. <laughs> and just to cheer you up further, Christian Erickson's only got 18 months left on his contract okay, too. Okay,
2: do not <laughs> do that to me. Do not. Because Christian Eriksen. Sir Emperor of Life, Christian Erikson, I I mean, it's worth, that man's priceless.
0: Spurs have put a 230 million price tag. Good, good. Plus
2: Kroner, plus, (laughs) uh, you know, I I don't know. Everybody, uh, all of us are going to have to get his face tattooed. All of our bodies. It's not happening. No, no.
1: Okay, well let's check you up talking about Chelsea and Newcastle and the uh, Papi Cissé defying physics derby Um, Chelsea, I think are pretty much all over this Hazard has scored six at home to Newcastle uh, and Chelsea won their last six at home to Newcastle scoring 18 Are we all agreed it's going to be a Chelsea
0: win? Yeah, Newcastle are a mess on and off the pitch at the moment Yeah. yeah
1: Okay, Manchester um, nine. Uh, that would have had nine next <laughs> to yeah. the MIDI printer.
0: printer. Yeah.
1: Uh, Burton nil. Um, Poor Burton fans. A lot of them were stuck in traffic, uh, and some of them only made it for the last fifteen minutes of the game, um, to which some Burton wags said they only lost one nil surely, uh, because that was all we saw in the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> uh, Dion Dublin has kindly offered to speak to Nigel uh, Clough to sort out a couple of fans for uh, tickets for the second leg because they got they That's missed good. the whole thing completely. Um, okay due to an incident on the M's. I've written here 9-0, a cruel scoring, um, question mark. The the reason I've written that is there was some talk that maybe (laughs) um, City should have eased up, so it was a more respectable 5 or 6, or if you're a Burton fan, this is your only chance you're going to get to see David Silver play so magnificently, so why shouldn't they score 9? Do do either of us think that they did anything wrong by keeping on going until it was (laughs) 9-0?
2: I think it's almost more offensive to pull the brakes on that, you know, to feel like like they're condescending to you in a way. I don't know.
1: Justin, have you been on the end of any of these tidings, presumably due to the defense's error, not your own? <laughs>
3: um, no. No, I've been, it actually got me thinking, what's the biggest defeat um, that I ever had? And it... Certainly nothing like like nine nothing, but I but I I agree with Jesse that it's a no win thing for the, for the side that's that's running away with a match like that. Like, if you obviously uh, put the brakes on and just start passing around a midfield, then you you're sort of you could be claimed to be showing a lack of respect, you know, that way. And if you, just, you keep running goals in. Um, then you get criticized for that. so there's there's not much they can do but just win the game and move on.
2: I remember there was a rule, I think before high school or before middle school, whatever it was that if you go up ten not, more than ten, um, you have to let the other uh, team score one before you could score. And it was always so always oh, so not it happened all the time. Any time it happened, it always felt so terrible to have to like, Try to let them score before your team scored again because it did feel patronizing,
3: yeah, in a yeah. way.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: can someone tell me if the Carabao Cup of away away goals rule is in play for these ties? No. Yeah. No. So, was, what, what was the fixture the other then then where at the end of the game with a side up a goal or so they like ran the ball into the corner as you do at the end of any any normal game to preserve their one goal lead? And I'm watching it, and I'm thinking that's best pointless It's there's, the way goals aren't in play and it's just the first leg of a two-legged tie then the ball into the corner doesn't serve the same serve in a league game which is to see it out and win the game and now you move on you've got three points I think it's just a hard hardwired thing that they do
1: I think you're assuming that players and managers know all the laws of the game well good point <laughs> sure. uh, Pep Guardiola said a nice thing he said it's very nice to share a touchline with a cluff which was uh, quite a touching thing to say Uh, right news other bits and bobs of news Harry Redknapp uh, this is Harry Redknapp bearing in mind what I'm going to say has called uh, Mark Ornatovich greedy um, for wanting a £35 million move to China Um, I personally think that uh, West Ham will be crazy to let him go I can't believe someone like Chelsea who are struggling to uh, sort of Get uh, Murata scoring. I find it strange to believe that they're not going for him. Um, but I can see why he'd want to go. He's, you know, he's he's twenty nine. He probably
2: just wants to play with Moussa Dembélé. I mean, who doesn't?
1: Well, exactly. But you know, he's twenty nine, so he wants a big payday before he retires. I don't blame him mm, whatsoever no. for wanting to do this. But uh, he could still do a job in England for somebody, couldn't he?
0: Definitely. Um, he's proven yeah. to the last couple of years that he's done a lot of growing up um, ever since his Inter and. Verder uh, Bremen days um, he did well at Stoke I know myself and a few others questioned the transfer fee a couple of years ago but he's justified it now um, but if he does go um, Andy Carroll is a
3: horrible backup player
1: <laughs> I like it, he's a cool looking player isn't he Marko Yeah, he is,
3: he
0: yeah.
1: always has been
3: yeah. he's another one of those guys I put in that category of nobody wants to play against him you don't ever say, if you ask centre-backs around the league, defenders Teams. There might be people that say, oh, he's not worth the money. He's not worth this or that. Do you want to play against him? You don't.
2: I he's saw... my favourite kind of fearless. He's Martin Skirtle fearless. You do not want to meet that man in a, in a dark alley. No.
1: I saw someone call him a pound shot last time. Oh, God. <laughs> he
0: probably likes that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he
3: might.
2: Yeah. Uh, a grandmother has written
1: something about her grandson, a boy, a boy by the name Ethan Ross, who was racially abused. And um, Raheem Sterling took the trouble to write back to him and say, stand tall and proud of who he was." for nice it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. It was a very good. Good. And now, what gesture.
1: are the people
2: going to say about
0: Raheem Stroud? Uh, yeah. Raheem Stroud's oh, no. young boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Mail and the Sunny Mail Yeah,
1: mind. exactly. I yeah. missed <laughs> both champions of Liverpool due to his sending off Strange of where really he tried to sort of kick the head off of that poor guy's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: trying yeah. to kick the head off his body. Yeah. Mm. It was a botched WWE move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Justin. It was just a really great ballet kick. Yeah. I don't think anybody is yeah. recognizing the like, gracefulness of that.
1: Justin, a 52 year old uh, Yoshi um, in japan It'll be 52 for... in february yeah has yeah. signed a contract extension yeah. yokama fc get your boots back on
3: my boots are on this moment but um jelly, yeah
1: no, that's play football
3: stuff yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, he played 56 minutes last season coming off the bench um right cristiano Ronaldo. some developments this week with him <clears throat> somebody else has come out and said that he oh, I, can't, I haven't read the actual story. Well, I've read the story, I just can't remember it, but the fact he made advances upon it and family chopped up and thrown in a river, I think, allegedly, if it's within Um, I I'm, I'm retweeted it the other day. Um, and now, is to give a DNA sample going back to the 2009 allegations, a couple of things from this Um, James Horncastle, Scott, wrote an article uh, praising Christian Ronaldo on the same day the thrown in a river allegations came out and I replied asking if it was sport washing but you didn't reply back to <laughs> no. um, Unusual efforts tweeted a fair bit I'm just thinking the replies you got back from that um, and also I was talking about this with guys I play football with on Wednesday night they started off by saying well surely he can get any girl he wants and pretty much by the end of it they'd changed their mind to say he was a pretty despicable guy so you know they'd sort of come around full circle on that um I'm coming to you Jesse, because you're an unusual uh, uh, Efectista and what sort of replies did they get this week because they were quite hot on the story this week weren't they
2: yeah um so uh, you know most of it is just um people saying he's into proven guilty that uh they're just allegations that it's women looking for money or fame um and um, this new the uh, the new accusation um, was a woman who said she was in a relationship with him, so um, people are sort of finding um, things that she had written in her social media um, to him or back and forth to him. So um, I-, I think that, now to remember that there are three um, accusations that we know about against him one from when he was at Man U when he was 21, um, the Las Vegas incident with Catherine Majorga, and now this one and there's a pattern of behavior and also that there's no such thing as like a perfect victim you know you can't pick and choose who your what your heroes do, Um, it's really hard when the people that you look up to as like sport figures or role models or um, or anyone really, like do really horrible things. That sucks, but it doesn't mean that you still have to defend them. Um, you know, you have to come to terms with that any way you can. <clears throat> and also, um, trauma memories, are not perfect, so, um, you know, um, the way that people remember sexual assault or abuse, like, often comes back to them imperfectly, and, um, and that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, you can't just go on the attack and say that they're lying because it actually makes sense that maybe um, it's not coming out merely or um, it's not coming out as, like, a perfect journal article of, you know, a timeline of events. It's the way that trauma moves,
3: um, You said something really interesting, Jesse, about there is no perfect victim. And I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, what you mean by that is if you then dig in someone's social media history or, or or their their private life or talk to people they know, you may find contradictory statements or, um, you know, s- images of them being blackout drunk on a different night or something like that. And none of that means that what they're alleging didn't. People will jump on it and say, well, look, et cetera, et cetera. That thing you said about people having a hard time when their heroes get up to these sort of things and not being able to let go, it's much easier with a lot. I'm 50 years old. This stuff started to come out. I just don't. So yeah, I like him. It's it's pretty simple, really.
2: Yeah, I I also just think like, go. you know, there are people who still can't come forward, and that's that's okay. Like it takes time. But like Chris, thank you for talking to the guys that you play football with. Like if you can, um, you should, because you know, whatever you get abuse on social media, like at this point, I'm used to it. It's fine. Um, The more we talk about it and the more we shed light on it, hopefully the more impact it'll have um, and the better we'll make it in the future. So I think whatever steps that we can take either to destigmatize the conversation around um, sport and sexual assault, um, just assault in general, like, it'll make it easier for the next people who come forward.
1: Yeah. Scott, did you read the Horn piece? I haven't read it, no, because um, you know they're talking about meeting your heroes and everything. I, I really like James Horncastle. He's um, he's quite funny when he's on the podcast. That he's on. Mm. he's obviously knows he knows an awful lot of stuff uh, about his subject, which is you know generally Italian football. This article was basically uh, how he settled into Juventus the last six months or so. I can only I can only figure out that it was awful timing for this week's new allegations yeah. from this new person because it yeah. came out pretty much the hour that this other story broke um but he then tweeted it from his own timeline so you know he obviously knows one thing or the other um i really like him and i want to like him but it was quite a fluff piece with only one piece with only one sort of paragraph dedicated to Gations which he sort of you know kind of said oh hopefully they will be proved it not it it is proved innocent but so you know hopefully this will be resolved soon i think is what he was saying and he doesn't seem like a sort of corporate shilling kind of guy but
0: I was going to say, do you think he was told to write something like this by his, by his people? Maybe. His people are ESPN.
1: Yeah, quite possibly. And I don't know if there's any relationship between ESPN and, and Ronaldo, I don't know, but um, it seemed quite a poorly timed piece at best.
0: Yeah, and do you guys remember what Juventus tweeted out about Ronaldo when these allegations come out? So, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. um couple of pieces of gossip quick yay or nay to these then uh so um aaron ramsey i think he's pretty much signed his 140 a week net deal um
3: who's Played got the best a blind out- there arsenal well done
1: he's <laughs> yeah, gonna say who's got the best out of this deal i've have got rid of a 28 year old injury prone guy he obviously wanted to be their top sort of second or third best paid player uh He's got a dream move to somewhere like Juventus. He gets to experience a different lifestyle and culture. Juventus have got someone to play alongside um, Pjanic and Kedira and backup for Emre Can as well. Who gets the most out of this deal, or who loses out? His agent out. Arsenal lose out. Arsenal, Arsenal lose out. Arsenal on,
3: I want to make sure that I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to clarify. I wasn't being sarcastic there. The rules are subverted when you're when you're supposedly challenging for, for titles and trophies and and top four and all that. So the, they may um I, I don't even know what the the, the final deal is but it, it, at this point it, it can't be about money for Arsenal they can't even sign uh they've, they've had to go for loans in the in the January transfer window because they claim they can't spend any money whatsoever he's a he's too good to let him leave your club if you have those ambitions despite the injuries despite his limited time on the pitch because he's a different maker when difference maker when he's on it um and who in the Premier League. What opposition sides and teams will be will be sorry that he's leaving. Everyone's glad he's going. Everyone's glad. He was a little bit different. He was the the, the he was the cultured Arsenal player that also had a little bite and steel to him, and competitiveness and and physical drive and energy and running. Um, I, I grant that he's been injured a lot. Obviously, he has, and that probably will continue. That's his body, but. He's he's too good for it to have gone the way it's gone. I think that's incompetence from Cronkier and, and those guys that run that club into the ground.
1: Okay. Scott, who are Stoke fans going to boo next season if they get promoted? Uh, they won't
3: get promoted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because they, they've
0: just sat Garella. On no, Ramsey. Yeah. On Ramsey. Um, I was going to ask it's... how you think he'd fit in in, in Italy. I was going to ask. You. Oh, he'll um, it, do well. He's going to it would be the centre midfielder alongside uh, Pjanic and Matuidi so he will have a fight in spot between uh, Rodrigo Bentancourt who's done brilliantly this season a very talented Uruguay midfielder um, lovely pass to the ball so who <laughs> thanks Jesse yeah. and Danny Cadera who I think is on his last legs at Juventus he hasn't got the game time and, um, and um, Ramsey will fit well um, Juventus are probably one of the best wild run clubs in the last five or six years um, so it's a, it's a good deal for him um, and a very good deal for his agent. Allegedly, he's going to pocket nine million euros. Is he? Yeah.
1: Do we know his agent? Do we
0: know who he is? I don't know his agent, okay. but
2: it's so a Chinese super club. Yeah. Nine million. <laughs>
0: million. <laughs> um, but um, Arsenal. It's a big loss for Arsenal. I think they didn't want to go the same route they went with Mesut Özil, which was two players on excessive amount of money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair enough. right. Right. Quick, the Next one, these Barcelona uh, is to sell Flick to fund a uh,
0: purchase for Neymar that won't happen neymar is not welcome back at
1: bus okay Mishibak um, Shwai, who you um i think it, i think i read the bbc website today he's been recalled from his loan to go to everton
2: Again, why so is he that at Chelsea? In that, uh, that's, yeah so he's on loan from chelsea to the right? yeah. chelsea still so who gets so chelsea gets the money
1: chelsea get the money yeah
2: okay, why is he going back to chelsea if, I, instead of Morata, like why? That doesn't make sense to me.
1: I, I was going to say, and also they got. I was going to say to this actually, Gonzalo Higuain to Chelsea, which means that one of Morata or Giroud is going to leave. But they've got Tammy Abraham and Batsurai. I, I don't know why they need Higuain.
2: Higuain is a hundred and nine years old.
1: They've got a hundred nine inch waist as well.
2: He has two. <laughs> listen, he's good at what he does, but he has he has maybe it, it's. He's he's a sentimental player right now. Yeah, it's like it's he should be going back to his boycott club and and it's like um, Tevez. You Do you know, think he's fast Yeah, I don't he's think he's he has there, legs yeah. right now. He just doesn't. Does he Can have I... legs
1: for the jobs he does though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he need st- well he needs legs, but does he need stamina for the jobs that he does? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, especially in the side that Gattuso's. He's playing at Milan at the moment and he's, he's looked woefully out of form. His confidence looks shot. Um, I did say to someone at work, I think Chelsea would be the right for him because he's working under Sarri and Sarri got the best out of him a couple of years ago with the weight loss and he was top goal scorer in Italy. But it's... Well, it's you're going
2: to get 10 minutes a game play. Who wants that? I mean, to eke out a season? I just feel so sad.
0: <laughs> I, I'm with you, Chris. I would say get Tammy Abraham back. It's... He's done really well in the last couple of years at Bristol City and now at Swansea. He's, he's a natural goal scorer. Villarreal. And he, uh, yeah, so I am now. Yeah, he was at Swansea last. Yeah, and he, he was brilliant at Bristol City. is right. great. Chouet yeah. is
2: good and young and fast.
0: He was brilliant for Dortmund.
2: Now just been
3: fit and brilliantly.
0: Hmm. This season at Valencia, not so.
2: Had to play with Pulisic
3: Jesse, did you think Rodrigo Mora had to retire? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, that that did make me think when Higuain's name started to pop up, Chelsea. I wonder if it'll pop for him now. Well, that uh, thing
2: would make sense.
3: Except that he, except that he doesn't fit the way Gallardo has River playing with lots of small, fast.
2: The bench and they'll cry and
3: you know yeah. next year and maybe next year, maybe next year. I I I, I, I think he could end up at Chelsea. Yeah, he has got for years. Like Chris is on
0: the list because that'll be a good move to Chelsea. I've no idea you. <laughs> <He's> lost it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're too hipster for me, I'm afraid, Scott. Speaking of the uh, sports ready, while we've still got it.
0: Yes. we're
1: going to be losing it soon. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, in Spain this weekend, so Barcelona at top on 40 points and then it's Atletico Madrid on 35, Seville 33, Alaves 31 and Real Madrid in the 30-way for Cup spot or Europa League spot on 30 points. So, Atletico Madrid versus Levante, Barcelona versus Aibar, um Mijerona versus Alaves and Bilbao versus Seville. That's a game as well, doesn't it?
2: Did you see that um, Atletico is not renewing Godin's contract? He's off the window.
1: Yes, he is, isn't he? I've heard that as well. He signed, signed a pre contract, allegedly.
2: Yeah, I don't really understand why.
1: Who would he be with there? Uh, would he, he'd be playing alongside um, Devry, wouldn't he?
0: Devry De and screen- yes, Oh, Screenyar screen- screen- and Godan. It's <gasps> going to be good. <laughs> Bring back Serie A football, BT Sport, please.
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're well, speaking of Serie A, Italy, um, we're off to next Juventus. are on 53 points, Napoli 44, into 39, Lazio 32. So, Juventus this week, Jesse, are playing the Flying Donkeys in Chievo. Um, it's,
0: it's the Coppa Italia this week. There's no league games. Oh, isn't it? Uh-huh.
1: What did you Google? I think you're
0: here, Scott. You're no, I got, thank
1: God you are here. Yeah, I went on to ESPN <laughs> fixtures. Uh, France.
0: It, it, it's Coppa Italia. They're, most of the games are on BT Sport this weekend, so you can, uh, can watch.
1: Coppa Italia on Sky, isn't it, I thought?
0: No, it's on BT. Is it? Oh, super.
1: Yeah. Excellent. OK, uh, in France, PSG, of course, uh, 13 points clear. They're on 47 points. Then it's Lille, then it's Lyon. Um, it is Cannes versus Lille this weekend. I've not even bothered looking at who PSG playing, because it's just obvious. Uh and it's Marseille versus Monaco, Scott, this weekend. Um, Monaco, five points from safety. They had that... Um, win during the week where they won the penalty shootout with a uh, no they didn't win with a Penenka did they the, the keeper scored no
0: scored but the was it 17 or 18 year old kid yeah. decided to have, have his Mona and cheeky little Penenka? um yeah Marseille Monaco um aside but me and James talked about Marseille in our European pods. yes you did um this this, is, this could be a, a very inter- interesting game because it could be Rudy Garcia's last game for Marseille if they lose because they got beat by a fourth tier club in the French Cup
1: they're not doing uh, French Cup is the one where they get to play teams from all over the world, isn't it? Yeah, they? yeah.
0: Which yeah. is great. Have you two seen from Jesse and Justin? French Guadeloupe and Haiti and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, there was a team a couple of years ago that um, a League One team had to go all the way over to Tahiti to play a game, which can't be too bad. You'd probably seek asylum or something, wouldn't you, if you went down over <laughs> there? But um, Monaco, uh, uh, five points from safety. They're 19th, aren't they, in League One? But they're getting a couple of players back. They just signed was... Fabregas.
0: Yeah like Football manager 2012, or whatever, because he's had a massive amount of injuries and he's had to put faith in 16, 17, 18, you're like 3 0 down to him to Brood and the Champions League, and you know that's demoralizing. Like,
1: when they played PSG at the um, when they played last, and it was literally just random kids,
3: yeah, and it didn't look right. good at all. No, oh. and, and Brigas can help him in the old fracker, anyone eat pizza, yeah, yeah,
1: and there's always Pellegri, of course, he's <laughs> coming back, he's in, he's due, back soon he?
0: The younger, was the second youngest goal scorer in Italy.
1: I thought you the yeah. um, forward line of Liverpool, didn't I? It was Pellegri, and Salah. God, that got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Port is, uh, Porto is in first versus seven. Um, I this down for Adam. things, Wellington versus Central Coast Mariners. That's another long journey. Um, Asian. The Asian Cup this week uh, with Jordan playing um, Australia. Jordan beat... I've seen yeah. the
0: goal on Sky Sports. I also saw the physio incident.
2: Was that in... Was that in... Oh, the... the- the cart ran over the leg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I like say, when uh, your grandmother says, "Remember, like," and your grandmother, or there just my going grandmother says, "Like, step on your foot, and then you'll forget that your head hurts." I
1: was going to mention a uh, Jordanian book <laughs> was uh, pictured inside a shop uh, watching the Jordan Australia game from the outside, and he couldn't actually get in and buy anything because he hadn't got any money. So, um, for the Syria game, he was invited to the palace by King Abdullah to watch uh, a game with him and the Crown Prince, which is very nice. It's <laughs> an upgrade. Yeah, it's Wait, which Jordan? Jordan Crown Prince of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 don't worry. Uh, games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. games this weekend in the Asian Cup. So you've got Vietnam versus uh, Yemen versus... Um, I can't think of Yemen, but I'm thinking about Chandler Bing. Um, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to Yemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 15 Yemen Road Yemen. Uh, it is Lebanon versus Saudi Arabia, the Human Rights Derby of North Korea, and Turkmenistan versus Uzbekistan. They are good fun to watch on on YouTube if you chance to see a OK, so back to the Premier League. Then we've got West Ham versus Arsenal as the early kick on... Saturday on Sky in uh, Nasrim be...
0: after, after his alleged bit ban
1: yeah he's back mm-hmm. against
0: his former club yeah is it 80 grand a week yeah,
1: something like that Um, Arsenal are beaten in 11 games versus West Ham the last game that's time that West Ham beat Arsenal was the um Padua and Wenger pushing each other game 2006 Scott <laughs> you guys remember
0: this I do yeah <laughs>
1: Um, West Ham have lost more Premier League games than Arsenal against anybody else, and in this, fifteen of the last seventeen goals in this fixture have been in the second half. So, it's going to be tight first half. Arsenal will do in the second half. So
0: yeah, Arsenal, no one out of it. Arsenal. don't score goals in the first half, do they? No. Hardly any at all this season. Um, I can see them nicking it. Who? Arsenal. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, Aubameyang is so good yeah just so good he fits that and that emery wants to play um him and Lucas got a brilliant coordination up top and one likes to play out wide one can play up top but yeah them too um and then, then you got Ramsey if he plays <laughs> uh, if after his a medical at Juve and then you got Lucas Torreira uh, one of the best players in the premier league um feeding them on yeah cause he asked. I like what Scott's
2: that. trying to make it all up <laughs> <Yeah. not allowed. laughs>
1: Working. A <laughs> reminds me of a young cat from Red Dwarf. Do you remember yeah. Red Dwarf?
2: No. Can no. you?
1: Oh, you must be a bit too young for it, then. Sorry. Red Wolf is very good. Danny John Jules. Young Danny John Jules. Oh, kids. Honestly.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Burnley versus Fulham. I've got six point question mark written against it.
2: Last game of my city.
1: What do you think? No, the one underneath I'm going for, that's the match of the day. I'll tell you okay. in a second. That's
2: got to be Crystal Palace. Uh,
1: no, it isn't. Uh, Burnley are looking for their third straight Premier League win. Um, this is an interesting stat because uh, Fulham have got uh, zero away Premier League wins. Um, but all their Premier League victories this season have been against teams that are 17th place or lower. Burnley is 16th at the moment. Um,
3: but it shows... Can I just say that, that that stat tells you exactly how many wins they have? Yeah not many yeah well there's only three places below that and they have three wins and they're one of them yeah they are <laughs> one of them you're right
1: <laughs> yeah so you know I'm going to go for a Burnley win on this one as well does anybody, anybody want to
0: co- convince me otherwise no I can see goals a lot of goals
1: okay um, Burnley okay Cardiff versus Huddersfield this is my last match of
0: the day
2: oh, okay. oh yeah,
0: yeah. I've got yeah. six written here as well
2: Cardiff will take it only because Huddersfield won't like yeah.
0: it's just—is—is <laughs> um, is Warnock still pissed off about Nathaniel Klein?
1: Probably. He's still pissed off at Rob Styles from uh, ten years ago. So.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Huddersfield lost eight consecutive Premier League games, uh, and Cardiff won their last six meetings. So this has got Has this got Cardiff at all is it? this a sneaky
0: draw or uh, no, no. Car- Cardiff wins?
1: Yeah.
3: This This is when, unfortunately for Huddersfield, this is when they're at their worst. When When there are Premier League games to play again.
1: <laughs> uh, Huddersfield are looking for their first victory over a Welsh team in 14 attempts.
2: Well, only... may the may the I don't know ghost of Dylan Thomas help them out, but I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Bar, Bar Newport have only that's a traditional
2: Welsh, yeah, you know, <laughs> blessing.
0: Yeah, Bar Newport have only just come back out into the football league so. It's... Pretty much mainly against Cardiff and Swansea.
1: Uh, Wrexham? Would they play Wrexham? Oh
0: yeah,
1: possibly when they're in League Two. I don't know,
3: but doubt so, it. No. Uh,
1: who are we getting from this one? Is this, is this got Cardiff again written over it? Is it? Yeah,
3: Cardiff. I one
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, but
3: you know, looking at the table, um, Cardiff from minus twenty-two in goal difference. they are only they are only two worse off than Huddersfield. There's they're certainly no juggernaut. Um,
2: I know the problem is Huddersfield don't have any like. um there's no impetus there. Like, even when they have to win, they're just, there's no, there's nothing in their engine. Where I've are they pulling some, it from?
3: I've seen some very good throw-ins from them. This year, Jesse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well then.
1: Uh, Crystal Palace versus Watford. Wayne Hennessy. Who he was talking about Wayne Hennessy this week? Oh, God. <laughs> Who doesn't?
2: I'll <laughs> well, stop
0: that with Iniesta. Oh, no. I think they
3: worse just than just, Iniesta. Justin,
2: should talk about this one. Yeah. Wayne Hennessy firms fall, fall only in, in just as well.
3: I don't. It, it's... <laughs>
2: I'll do any
3: other. F- not, not the the best. I, I saw my mate taking the picture, and I was gesturing him to get on. Said pretty much. So I, anyone yeah. who's not seen this, this? Who? yeah. Zach, so, just to say, anyone who's not seen this, uh, there is a photo
1: of Crystal Palace at a restaurant. Wayne Hennessey is back, raising his right arm in the air, and he's got a left hand between his nose and his top lip. Just salute if you were uh, looking at it in a particular way. So
3: yeah, sorry, Justin. Anyone, um, if Chris, you're probably old enough. The the Mark Bosnich thing, yes. fifteen years ago. They're on a mat. He claimed it was against Spurs, so there's some some mm-hmm. cultural reasons why was what people attributed him for doing it in the first place. And then when that was pointed, his uh, denial included the fact he said I would never make a judge World War Two. Well, then someone looked up. His father fought on the other World War Two.
0: I've got the picture because it's in this month's. Here There
3: Oh, oh. I
2: think people be out smarter about their racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, whatever. Don't do it in public, like. Hide
1: it. His excuse trying to Jul- be the Julian. Excuse around to be the Julian Scott I tweeted accidentally from the- <laughs> my my pocket. <party."> yeah, <laughs>
2: no. Like just know that you're gonna be caught. Yeah. So do your weird Hitler Nazi symbol in a locked bathroom phone.
1: Or if you do, just come you out and say, say I was an idiot, sorry. Or like Nazi.
2: Like it's just hope.
1: <laughs> <No. laughs> right. what if he had done that? What if you just come out and out himself as a Nazi?
2: Yeah, I would like that. I I You what? prefer that. Yeah, I, stand like by- the guy- I stand by my salute. Yeah, I mean it a, I mean
0: every gesture of it.
2: Like this first fan who who oh that's um, a
0: bad video. That was a horrible video.
2: Yes, but you know what? That guy doubled down and was like, "Yes, I'm a horrible racist asshole." Yeah, you know what? You and now we know who you are, <laughs> and we could tell you that you suck and you could get the fuck out of the stadium forever and ever and ever. Own your shit. I like uh, okay. who you are.
1: <laughs> How do you think Palace is going to get on against Watford? They won 5 out of 7 at home to Watford, but Wayne Hennessy is letting in uh, an average of 1.4 goals a game. Um, Vincenti Gayata has only let in 0. 0.6. So, Justin, how do you think that? I mean, he's played fewer games, but is there a correlation there? Or do you sort of with Hennessy Not really. It...
3: Just yeah, he hasn't played enough games for that, that statistic to be very meaningful. Um, so, I don't know what to take. But um...
2: Justin, is it harder to defend when you're holding one hand like a Hitler mustache? <laughs>
3: yes it is it is it's, it's actually advantageous for goalkeepers and i, I stress this in my coaching
0: mm.
2: to
3: keep both hands free in the event they are needed for some sort of intervention with the ball he i rate... think
2: it's probably going to make it harder for hennessy then
3: yeah he could be right he
1: put his yeah. left hand to his mouth is that the wrong hand to go with for goalkeepers? yeah it should go
2: somebody asked de Canio. That's his,
1: that's his huge pet hate, isn't it? I love when he loses his rag over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leicester City versus Watford. Leicester are looking for their fourth Premier League winning five, but I think all anyone is remembering from that is uh, they lost in the Cup last week to Newport, wasn't it? So.
0: Yeah. So Watford playing twice this weekend?
3: Yeah, you seem to be giving Watford a lot of fixtures this weekend. Did I say first? Leicester
0: versus Watford? Sorry, Leicester versus
2: Southampton, yeah. sorry. Newport no Southampton.
3: Right? Southampton. Uh,
1: yes, uh, they won four out of five, Leicester have, in the Premier League, but... Like I said, everyone's just thinking about their loss last week to Newport in the Cup, So, where they stupidly played a, a sort of weakened team.
3: Um, yeah,
2: I think that's not the team that's going to play Southampton though.
3: No. Leicester no. Lester are pulling sort of a... If you remember Burnley last year on the pod, I was always... Every week I expressed amazement that Burnley were 6th or 7th despite not scoring any goals. And, yeah. uh, and Leicester are there now. They've played 21 games, scored 25 goals, and that's somehow good for 7th place. <laughs> It's kind of amazing.
1: Well, Leicester have gained 12 points from losing positions this season, uh, which is the most of anybody. And Southampton have lost 15 uh, from winning positions, which again is the most of anybody in the Premier League. So um, you can sort of see where Southampton's trials and tribulations are coming from. But there seems to be a bit of help with, or help, uh, hope with uh, Mr. Rabbit Hutch, doesn't there? Hasenhutten. Apparently, if you say it differently, it means you're a Rabbit Hutch hater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me and you, me and you, listen to the
1: same <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, there seems to be a bit of hope with him. Someone, put, which one of those was it? someone put an Instagram or Twitter post oh, saying with Ryan Mertrand to media post out saying direction as players from the different teams. Um, they seem to have a little bit hope that they uh, Southampton do under this new manager.
0: Yeah, they're going to be without Austin for a couple of games because he got done for, um, was it offensive chess? He was given the bird, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's been done two games and so he out. Maybe the SFA, you can appeal to them, which is, what, which is quite funny. Um, I can see a Leicester home win. Leicester, a bar that Newport's pretty good. But in that abysmal game against Everton, which I agree with some people that early games on New Year's Day should never happen. No. Um, yes.
1: Yeah, so he'd be sure. No. I guess I'm going to go first. You guys, so what do you think? Yeah,
2: uh, I agree.
1: Just, we've lost. Justin. Oh, oh no, there he is. is. Yeah.
2: There he is. we had
1: the dog, we've got a person again. Uh, Justin, what do you think? <laughs> Who's going to come out of this one? On top.
3: Well, are we still on Southampton?
1: Sorry? Yep, Southampton, Lester. Southampton, sorry, I don't Southampton
3: hear we Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, my predictions are terrible, but I, I would expect Lester to shave this one.
1: Okay. Finally, then, the weekend is Everton versus Bournemouth. Uh, Callum Wilson, Ryan Fraser and Josh King are all doubts, which is a hell of a forward line to have doubts over. Uh, Ryan Fraser, if he does play and gets an assist, he'll be the first Scottish player um, to get to 10 assists in the Premier League, which would be uh, nice for him. Is that uh, in one season or just overall? It didn't say. I'm okay. assuming it Dan McAllister has played in the past. It's yeah. possibly in this one yes. season. Uh, Everton on Sundays in the Premier League, um, they've won two of their last 19 and lost five out of seven this season. So they don't like playing on Sundays either.
0: Maybe you're doing that. You? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've been in church. The phone comes I mean, <laughs> here to
3: me. <laughs>
0: I write them.
1: After you're at your, com- your barbed comments last week on the cast, just in when I wasn't here, I've tried to include as many stats as possible.
3: Just a shame, Ryan. I don't remember my barbed comments, but um, <laughs> fact, it has been on... stats. Oh, stats in general, yeah. 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 Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not one of those dinosaurs. There's a lot of statistical analysis that I think is really useful and, and valid and good. There is. There really is. But... I just... I just have not read any of it out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just go on. How do you think this game's going to go over to Bournemouth? It just depends on whether or not Jordanford chucks the ball down onto the head of Eddie or not. So, it, <laughs> you know, as long as he doesn't do that, I do like Everton's chances.
1: Okay. Uh, Scott and Jesse, how do you think?
0: Um, draw, because Bournemouth do like a draw. They do like a highly and high-scoring draw.
1: They seem to have lost an awful lot lately, though.
0: Yeah, they're the team where they go through a patch... They've done it for the last few seasons where they, they're they really good up until about October, November time and then really bad up until February, March and then become really good again.
1: Mm. It seems very bizarre, isn't it?
0: And if the rumours of Callum Wilson going and loads £70 million that someone is willing to pay, which is ridiculous. It's it be... lunacy. Yeah.
1: He's lost almost two years of his career.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, to injuries but people are still willing to pay that I mean he's come through the country Academy and my nephew's at the country Academy so you know I'm uh, holding out sort of future hopes here so
2: go Jared <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: exactly uh, Jesse, how do you think this game's going to go
2: I don't know I mean Everton are so inconsistent for me like they you know have won by five and then lost by a hundred and and I sort of never know you never know what you're going to get um It's like a box
1: of chocolates, isn't it? (laughs)
2: It's a quote. And and their players are, like, you know, Jordan Pickford just looks younger at Benjamin Button of keepers, like, you know, every week. I'm like, it seems like it's past his bedtime. Yeah, so I could see either a very, very boring one-one draw or some freewheeling craziness happening. Okay. Are we... So basically I have nothing for you. I have no prediction. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Are we go- are we going into Marcus Silva is coming to the amount he's had at previous clubs territory? oh.
1: Yeah, we could I don't know how long he was at cost for before he left them. But yeah, he's he's sort of on tour around this Yeah. So he we could well be. Um
0: Okay,
1: right, is anyone on the at I
0: uh, I wanted to bring something up about Man City Burton. Um it, there was a Simpsons reference. It's the, the Hamburglar. That's how I felt when watching, seeing the highlights earlier.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stop, they're already dead. Stop, they're already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin and Jesse. I think we covered an awful lot here today. We should be proud.
1: Yeah. We did. We did. Right. Uh, Scott, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Uh,
0: at Scott underscore Monroe. Okay.
1: Uh, Jesse. Uh, at Jesse Wilsch.
0: And Justin
3: at keepers underscore union
0: super duper
1: right Uh,
3: what about you Chris Uh,
1: yeah what about you where can we follow you at sietchingham etchingham77 at man of the post is the uh, twitter account for man of the post also our instagram address you can uh, also follow us on facebook as well Uh, give us a like on there Um, we are available to download from itunes if you subscribe to us on there we are available to follow from uh, spotify, stitcher And ACAST, if you want to uh, give us a follow on there, all these pods will automatically land into your inbox. If you feel the, uh, we would be very grateful for you to uh, leave a review for us. Um, Is that some sort of Dota protest you've got there?
0: No, it's Mark Bosnett. Oh, Mark Bosnett. I just saw clean shit,
1: sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'd be very, very happy for you to leave some review for us. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. Um, The European podcast was out yesterday, Scott. I've had a listen to it and it's rather
0: lovely. Thank
1: you. Uh, you talked about Atlanta, Marseille, and Zaragoza, didn't you?
0: Uh, James talked about Zaragoza, we, yeah. I let him free will I <laughs> he was as at the game before Christmas.
1: Okay, Jesse, is there an Unusual Efforts pod anytime soon? You're going to have a drinking game, wouldn't you?
2: We are going to have a drinking game, watching the FIFA movie. Um, I always forget what all, but the amazing uh, Gerard Depardieu FIFA propaganda movie. So you just them have- to get us all in the same time zone.
1: Are you going to start this sober and then just sort of see how, how much you are by the end?
2: Yeah. I have a bottle of tequila waiting. I don't yeah, know so how we're going to do it.
0: So it's like a watch along.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it has, uh, Megan made it. It has like, you know, every time um, Set Bladder is portrayed as a god, every time they mispronounce Uruguay. Apparently that's the thing that happens.
1: They call I Uruguay. I we might
2: die. I'm not sure how we're going to survive. We might have to intersperse shots with like coffee or water. Okay. Justin, do you have a drinking problem?
3: <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate your candor and, and a bluntness.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so you can uh, follow out usual left to uh, see their tweets. Um, I think there's going to be a review show on Sunday to review the games that we've been previewing here for Man on the Post as well. Uh, guys, thank you ever so much for joining us. Thank Thanks. you. Pleasure. And always remember to keep your Man on the Post.